Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Get, Get In, In Dreamers. Dreamers. So we were slacking because last week we may not have posted, but we are back on the grind now. Yes. And we are ready for it. And we're going to start off right off the bat um, with our sleighs and dismays, of course. Um, Emily, slay, go. Yes. Um, yeah, sorry, guys, that we missed our episode last week. That was our bad, but we are back in business and we are gonna get on a better recording schedule so don't you guys yes. fret we are back every Wednesday but anyways yes <laughs> so sleighs I have a lot of sleighs this week actually so yes. my sister was just in town so she flew in from Vegas and we did a bunch of activities so first sleigh is that I got to ride runaway railway for the first time which was so much fun, and it's my favorite ride in Hollywood Studios because it's so cute. I do miss Great Movie Ride, I will say that. <sighs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Great Movie Ride. But I love Runaway Railway so much, so when they announced that it was coming to Disneyland and Toontown, I was so excited. So I got to ride it for the first time. I got the virtual queue. It was amazing. And then I got to see the, the ride queue for the first time. Yeah. And let me tell oh. y'all... It's so good. It's everything. It's everything. And, like, the the High School Musical 3 with the Goofy Movie cast and all of the little oh movie God. posters and freaking Toodles from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, the Mouse Tools. Yes. I, I, the potato, the potato land. The, the potato. <laughs> the potato I, land. Yeah, I was I was so excited and it was so cool and I just am in love with that queue. So that was definitely yeah. the highlight of our little Disneyland trip that I went on with my sister and boyfriend. Mm. And then also during our entire fun weekend of activities that we did while she was here, we also went to Irvine Spectrum Center and watched mm. the new Ant-Man Quantum Mania movie. Ooh, and how was it? Oh my gosh, I don't know if there are any Marvel stands that are listening to this, but I am a Marvel girly, and let me tell y'all, this movie was so good. I was skeptical at first because I haven't really, like, gotten into Ant-Man and, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, I, I wasn't really into it. So I was a little skeptical on how it was going to be, but I'm not going to share any spoilers, and this isn't a movie review podcast, but <laughs> it was really, really good, and there was a lot of action, and there was stuff constantly happening, so it was really good, and I loved it, good. and it was, it was so good, so I, I highly recommend watching that movie, and then on top of this, I, again, I have Whoa. so many slays this week, you guys. So on top of all of this, I also went to Little Tokyo for the first time in downtown LA, and I don't think a lot of people know this, but my next big vacation that I want to go on is Tokyo, Japan. Mm -hmm. I have told Christy this. Yes. I want to go to Japan so badly, and I want to go to Disney, Tokyo, Disney Sea, yeah. and I want to experience the Japanese culture, and I want to eat Japanese food and do all of that. And yeah. so I went to little Tokyo, and it was everything. It felt like I was transported to Japan. And they had the cutest little, like, Japanese crane games where I won these little plushies. And <sighs> I am obsessed with cute little plushies and cute little things. And so we did these little games. We went to this amazing restaurant for food. And then we went to their Sanrio store. <sighs> oh, my gosh. That's just every, like... 
No, it was literally Hello Kitty. Hello at, Kitty, like, everything. Like it, it was what dreams are made of. Yeah, and it was so good. That right. Yeah. I will say the Sanrio store, it was a little overpriced because it was, like, the official mm. Sanrio store. So, like, a plush was, like, $85. And Whoa. I was not about it because there were other stores in the same vicinity that were selling very similar plushes for, like, way cheaper. But it was still a really cute store. I did buy a My Melody scrunchie. So <laughs> that's what I got. Um, and, yeah, Little Tokyo was just so cute. And oh. I just had a really fun weekend. So those were my sleighs. I love that. I feel like you would just love I mean I've never been there but I feel like you would just love Tokyo like just everything cute and they just do everything so well especially at Disney too with like the mm -hmm. food the merch just everything is so like cute I know I saw that they I think they did a new um foodie guide or something for more Shanghai or Hong Kong or whatever and they yeah. just announced I think you sent it to me actually the new like bow buns like the new characters mm. and I think they had one of Lena Bell and like Shelly yeah. Day and all the Duffy and friends <gasps> I'm I know, screaming. and then Tokyo also is having a whole Starbucks line because it's cherry blossom season and everything is pink and cute, and I'm like, America, what are we doing? I know. Why can't they bring that here? Because if they had that here, I would be so just, I well, don't even all have all the words. girlies would be. I know. It's, yeah, it's everything, and I wish they would bring it here. And then I saw this guy who said that sushi, like, he got horrible sushi here in America, which there are good sushi sushi places. Yeah. But he was like, I'm sick of this. I'm going to, like, fly across the country and, like, just get good sushi. And that's literally what he did. And it was yes. so spontaneous. And this TikTok was iconic. Um, and I want to do that one day and just be like, no, I need better food and just fly across the country for it spontaneously. That's the dream. I hope that one day the uh, the amount of money that is in my bank account can allow for that to happen. Right. Right. Same. <laughs> yes. Manifesting. <laughs> I, I know. Manifest. But what what are your what's your sleigh this week, Christy? Um, yeah. So my sleigh for this week would be yesterday. I went on my second roller skating venture around my little beach town, and it just. <sighs> For, for one of the first times, like, here in California, it felt like I was, like, a Californian, you mm -hmm. know? I mean, I was, like, roller skating. I didn't fall or anything. Like, I felt pretty confident. Yeah. And I was on the beach with the palm trees. And then afterwards, I just, like, took a walk on the beach, and I just felt, like, so, like, grateful for, like, where I am, like, right now, you know? I Which sometimes that. I think I get caught up in, like the future of everything, but yesterday I was just like, wow, like, this was, like, a really nice evening, so that's my sleigh. <laughs> Good! Yeah, okay. I love that. Dismay. Uh, dismay. Dismay, dismay. For me, okay, so my dismay isn't really, like, as bad as it has been in the past, like, there hasn't been any mentee bees happening Yay. as of recently, which is pretty good. I, I'm right now, and you guys will understand in a moment, I, right now I'm just trying to be very positive and just trying to keep a positive outlook of everything that's going on in my life currently, so I'm just yeah. trying to just... I don't know. Just be a positive sunshine, whatever. So yeah. the only dismay that I've had this week is I did buy a new 
backpack and I will not disclose the brand because what if they want to reach out to me in the future for a brand <laughs> collaboration? Oh my god. <laughs> so I will keep the brand um, anonymous for that sake if maybe I, I want to reach out to them in the future. Basically, I bought a new backpack. I took it to Disneyland, and it's a brand new backpack. And the zipper off of the backpack, like, completely broke off. Like, the end of the zipper wasn't, like, properly sewn onto the backpack. So the zipper just freaking, just, I don't know, just fell At off. Disneyland, At too. Disneyland, And then no. the backpack was just, like, completely messed up for, like, the rest of the day and it was really tragic so now I have to go and return it and I I ordered the backpack online um mm. and it says that you can like return it in store so I'm gonna have to go to the mall and like return it but that was my oh, dismay uh, of the week <laughs> that is just tragic I know it I'm was sorry. tragic but what what is your dismay <laughs> okay so my dismay is recently this weekend there was a Taylor Swift event Okay, and when, when there is a themed event, your homegirl is going to go out for the theme. Oh, okay? absolutely. We, absolutely. We have said we love a good theme. We do. We do. <laughs> okay? So, I, I just had to use what was out of my closet. <clears throat> um, so, I was wearing, like, an all-pink outfit, pink scarf in my hair, and I wanted to do the lover eye makeup. Mm -hmm. um, so, I did that, too, with, like, glitter on it and stuff. It, it is on my TikTok, um, me getting ready for this event. Mm -hmm. But um, we get to the bar where this event is being held, and absolutely no one dressed up. Like, no one dressed in theme. The invitation really? even said... To dress in Taylor Swift theme, dressed as your favorite era. I was the only one. What who kind did of anything. event was this? A Taylor Swift event, and everyone was there for it, but nobody dressed up. And I'm like, what the y'all aren't, re aren't real Swifties because I know my Swifties would come in. Yeah, and like you know that like at Taylor Swift like the con like Eras tour. Yes, everyone's gonna be going full out. Right. Wow. They didn't. They didn't. The most people did was red lipstick. But that barely counts. No, that doesn't, that does not count. It's giving Mean Girls when Katie got all dressed up. And yes. then everyone was like, you're weird. It reminds me of that <laughs> and Legally Blonde. I was, when okay, Elle yes. comes in as a bunny. Yes, I was about to say Legally Blonde too, because that is also a very similar situation. Oh my gosh. But I felt, I felt strange at first. But then I was like... No, I'm gonna own it. And so I did. Uh -huh. And then we had to go to another bar. Well, we didn't have to, but we did. You were forced. <laughs> go to another bar afterwards. Uh -huh. And that one obviously had no theme. So I'm just there with like this like pink heart on my eye. And yeah, I'm getting weird looks, but I'm like, what? It's a birthmark. Like, get out of here. So not a birthmark. <laughs> That's my, like, dismay, but, like, not really kind of thing. It was just a funny moment out of the week, but... Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah, but come on, Swifties. Do better. Yeah, Swifties in Orange County, California. <laughs> Do better. I was better. surprised. I was real surprised. But oh, my gosh. That's so that's funny. That's happened. Wow. Yeah. Well, that is quite the dismay. And then, okay, what, what would you say your 
what era you are in right now Ooh. as we are talking about eras tour what era are is christy in currently yes that's a good one that's a good one um so right now i would say i'm in my intern era uh -huh. um, since right now i am doing a internship with disney so i'm with the video services team um and so that's my job right now i am an intern now so it, <laughs> it's really fun it's been a good time but um just focusing on that and then um trying to display that on tiktok with my like little day in life as a disney intern um has been fun i'm planning on doing more of that but i love that yeah. how about you what era so right now, I am currently in my job hunting era slash mm. my LinkedIn hashtag open to work era. <laughs> and you're probably wondering, Emily, what is going on? Well, if you follow me on Instagram, which you should be, you would have seen <laughs> that I posted in my stories uh, last week, I believe, that I am open to work. And long story short, and this is sort of a segue into what we're talking about in today's yep. episode, long story short is that our time, well, I'm just going to say our because, Christy, you are a coordinator in, in my eyes. Um, our time as social media content coordinators have has sadly come to an end. As you guys may have seen, they did post the new job posting for the next round of coordinators. Yep. And it is also in the job description that it is seasonal, which is what it was when we are slash were coordinators and for us it ended right at the 12 month mark so the opportunity is 12 to 18 months but we unfortunately with the hiring freeze and budget cuts it was just an unfortunate timing for us so our, our contracts end March 3rd so right now all of us are currently looking for new jobs and wanting to stay with the company but at this point we are also looking at other places just because Disney right now it's it's just very uncertain with also they laid off about 7,000 employees so it's a little rough right now and that is what we're going to be talking about today um which is all about career and job hunting and also, we want to give our resume tips and tricks. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about the importance of LinkedIn and marketing yes. yourself, not only online, too, but also in these interviews with recruiters and also interview mm -hmm. tips as well. And basically just all of our knowledge regarding job hunt and yes. getting a job. <laughs> yeah. And I know in, I think it was episode two where we wanted to talk more about careers, but it ended going it ended up going on another segue more into Disney college program and more yep. internship wise and so this one we wanted to kind of stick on stick on the path that we wanted to before and really focus on everything that Emily just mentioned yeah that one we definitely went on a tangent of Disney college program for sure um <laughs> I I definitely feel that DCP is such a great topic so if you guys want to listen about DCP yeah make we could sure totally do a whole nother episode on that we honestly could because I think we did say that we would do a whole other separate episode of DCP yeah but if you guys want to hear like the little snippet that we talked about DCP make sure you guys go to that previous episode mm -hmm. but let's start talking about the job hunt so woo, job hunting oh my gosh it is it's a full-time job when yeah, that's you, what I was gonna say when you're looking for a job because 
for me, I have done like the full-time job hunt a couple times in my life now. First being when I was about to graduate college. Mm -hmm. And mind you, this was December 2019. I graduated. And I did the full, full job hunt where I had my whole Excel sheet and I was listing all of the jobs that I was applying for and was going full force applications. And I got an offer, but then with the pandemic, yeah. And yeah. then the next, after that, I ended up getting a job like August. And then I did another full like job search when I wanted to work for Disney. Mm -hmm. And then... That was a full thing, and then here I am doing another job search again after my contract with Disney. Yeah. So when you do it, it's it really is a full time job. No, it really, really is. Um, it, I mean, you have so much that you have to look into, and just applying to even one job could take an hour. So, yes. and especially if you're revamping your resume and cover letters for each one. It takes excruciating long, excruciatingly long, and then there's a whole nother part to it. I feel like especially if you're doing something within just Disney, mm -hmm. because just the Disney way of applying is different um, from other jobs, and then just even searching and finding one that you want to even apply for is is a lot. Yeah, I agree, and. I also think it takes a while to like prepare yourself for the job hunt because mm -hmm. for a while I was creating my portfolio website yes. um, because for a lot of the jobs that I am looking at, they want to see examples Previous of your work. work. Mm -hmm. So I had to put together like this whole thing. If you guys want to check it out, it is emilymyant.com. <laughs> check it out. Um, but I have this whole thing, portfolio and whatnot, with all of, like, my videos that I've created with Disney, and then also in previous jobs doing, like, all of my copy and captions for, like, Instagram posts and just right. Instagram posts in general. So that takes a long time to create, too. I remember Alexis and I, we were in our portfolio-making era for uh -huh. a while when we found out like what our end date was for our contract so that's a whole thing too and then also just creating a resume and I know me and you we both have like creative resumes that we created yes. on, on Canva but I do know that there is like I don't know if you want to call it a controversy a stigma a I don't know stigma maybe but like the the stigma of having that traditional resume, which is just like the the Times New Roman font, the white just mm. background, versus having a, a a resume that you have created on like Canva yes. with like a fun template and like fun colors. Yeah, and whenever anyone asks me about that, I I mean I have the opinion that you should do a creative resume, mm -hmm. but I think it depends on what type of job you're applying for. Yes. So if you're applying to a type of creative job, like maybe anything in so not anything in social media, if it's something like Disney or mm -hmm. for a fashion brand, something like that, I think sure you can have a creative resume. But if you're then applying to like a bank or like an IT company maybe something different that's more geared towards that. Or you could honestly revamp your resume for whatever job you're applying for. You could have a creative resume, but you could also have one that's just more blank and like that Times New Roman, um, just to have those two options when applying to jobs. Um, and then my 
someone that I went to college with as well. Um, her name's Jenna Palick, and mm -hmm. she actually has a podcast as well. But when she applied to TikTok, she revamped her resume to actually look like TikTok, like it had the same uh, fonts as TikTok, and it was like that black with the red and the blue, like everything was themed around TikTok, and that's honestly how she got the job. Yeah. And so that's another way to have a creative resume like that to stand out. To recruiters because they see it as something different and they mm -hmm. can kind of see your personality then from your resume as well. Yeah I, I remember seeing on LinkedIn there was someone who was applying for a role with I believe it was Spotify and mm -hmm. they made their entire resume look like the Spotify like logo yes. and the branding and it was really cool. So I I also agree like if you're applying for something in the creative field especially like graphic design and like yes. art you should 100%. definitely be doing that because it also like not only if you're attaching your portfolio seeing that resume and seeing the design work that you're doing just for your resume mm -hmm. is so important and it makes you stand out versus yeah. from all of the other resumes that that recruiter is seeing because what mm -hmm. I remember learning in college from like different whatever career fairs and whatnot is that recruiters only look at your resume for like three seconds. Yeah, which is insane. Which is scary. And honestly, so sad because you put so much time into it. Yeah. So you have to make sure that it is like the the best that you can make it because they are only looking at it for like just a couple seconds. Exactly. Um, and so some other like resume tips that I've also heard. So I don't know if this, if you should or not. Again, we're not resume experts, but this is no. just our our personal, personal <laughs> opinions, but also what has worked. Yes, what what has worked for us, and the these were the resumes that helped us get our social media jobs with Disney. So take everything with a grain of salt, but also this is what worked for us. Um, so I also have seen people talk about if you should or shouldn't put like an about section or like an objective at the top of your resume. Do you have one of those? Uh, I do not. No, I, I okay. think with my experience, I have so much to share in those spots that I would rather share my experience and what I have done with my different companies that I, I don't have anything there. I personally, personally, if I was a recruiter and looking at someone's resume, I would not take the time to look at it uh -huh. because that's just me. Um, but I wouldn't. And if I did, it would be a sentence. Yeah. And it would just be what I'm passionate about and like that's about it um like I think I did have something for a time where I just had like one sentence but that, mm -hmm. that's it okay yeah because for me I do have one okay so I I'll read it out for you guys so you can okay. can hear what it is so yeah. this is what my about section is on my resume so it says Highly motivated and hardworking social media content coordinator for at Disney Parks with nearly five years of experience creating social media content, managing and executing various projects, and facilitating successful social media strategy. Expert at using social media videos and photos to increase conversions and audience engagement while being creative, strategic, and detail-oriented. That's great. So that's my about. So and, I mean, I think the thing about those as well is that could also be an opportunity for them to learn about you quickly mm -hmm. um about your prior experience yeah 
I agree. So I, I really think that you can do it either way. Yeah. You can I either do an about if you want. If you if you feel okay, here's the thing. Here's another thing. Is I feel like you could do an about if you have like decent years of experience and you can brag about that but I don't think I had an about section when I first graduated college because the only things that I really had on my resume were like internships so Mm. I think like it would have said like recent college graduate (laughs) with like these internship experiences but everyone else is a recent college graduate so in that instance I would have just put my experience and taken away the about section because the about section is something that you should use to stand out. But if it's, yeah, uh, like, something that a lot of people are, like a recent college graduate or mm-hmm. a, um, I don't know, anything that a lot of people are, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I would skip the about section. Yeah. I guess another way, if you don't have an about section, um, is you can kind of use that, what you want to say there, in your cover letter. Yeah. Um, and kind of go from there. But if you're not then putting a cover letter, then I think it's important to have the about section. Yeah. But I don't and know. I think it could go either way. Do you do a one. cover letter for each application? Uh, <laughs> I used to. I, I used to. I, I, I don't hate now. I hate cover letters. If it requires a cover letter, my hot take is that I will exit out of the application. <laughs> Because that is too much work. You know what I mean? Okay, I will do a cover letter if I'm very passionate and super excited about the role that I'm applying to. Um, But if it's just something that I feel like, uh, I'd be like, I could sway on this. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because you have to redo a cover letter for every single job that you're doing. You can't use the same one. You can't. I mean, I guess you could tweak it a little bit, but still, like... I just, <laughs> that's, that's how exactly, I feel about color, cover letters. Yes, that is exactly how I feel. And, like, I feel, this is how I feel. I feel, also, here's the thing. If there is an application where it has me put my resume and I have to upload the file of my resume and they have it, right? Mm-hmm. But then... Afterwards, I have to manually input all of my experience. No. I feel like that's almost any application now, though. Some of them will auto-generate, but then I'll still have to go in and input, like, the year that I started and all of that. Yeah. Um, Which... Girl, read my resume. It's on there. I promise. <laughs> I promise you that all of this information that I am manually inputting is on that resume. Resume it's on that the same I paper. just uploaded. I know. I know. It's so aggravating. And then the fact too that when you're applying to different companies, that every single one of them uses a different website, and you have to have a different login yes. and password <laughs> for every single company that you apply to, yes. which is so aggravating. It is. So it's just such a struggle to, like, just apply to all of these jobs. And, like, Mm -hmm. there's so many just amazing companies out there that I, like, want to, like, get to know and everything. And then you go through this entire process. Like, you put together your resume. Maybe you put together a cover letter and apply. Mm -hmm. And then you never hear back. That's true. You're you're ghosted. Yeah. And... I've gotten ghosted from several companies, and it has the same exact feeling as being ghosted from a guy. 
Okay, maybe not the same exact, <laughs> but, but similar. But it has this similar gut-wrenching feeling where I'm like, wow, they really hate me. Yeah. Which which I know it's not true, but maybe it is. <laughs> but maybe. That's how you think, and you're like, am I not worthy enough to at least get a reply back that says, sorry, you're no longer in consideration, or we are looking at other candidates like I would at least appreciate that yes that is exactly how how I feel because I it's like you're going through all of this hard work and like again it's like a full-time job applying to all of these positions and then you go through all of that and then you don't ever hear anything back and I for for me to just keep track of all of the job applications that I've done I keep everything in my notion which mm-hmm. if y'all don't know no she's a good project please sponsor this is not a sponsor the day we get a sponsorship will be a day we celebrate but someone help (laughs) notion like i love it for like my personal like project management and just like keeping my life together so i have like an entire page in notion which is like all of my job applications just like keep track of everything and the amount of jobs that i have where it's currently at the status of applied and like i just never heard back from them ever again yeah absolutely insane (laughs) I know (laughs) I think it's insane too yeah and that's what I'm saying it it relates to a guy ghosting you because you put all this effort (laughs) into into him for like a month or a few months and then you put all this effort into applying because it's a lot yeah and then they ghost you and you're disappointed and just this is sad in general um it has the same effect yeah, I know. That's so true. And I I wish that they would there would be more places that would say, Thank you for applying. We are moving on with more candidates than just not ever hearing back from them ever again. Cause I would prefer the thank you for applying email because at least I know that they at least, like, saw my resume and mm-hmm. are moving forward with other people, and I know for a fact that I'm not getting selected, versus never hearing back and wondering if the role ever even got filled or right. if they ever even saw my resume. Like, everything is sort of just up in the air. <laughs> Which, with today's economy, I feel like it honestly could be that where they're just pulling out jobs and mm-hmm. they're not even hiring for them anymore. Yeah. Um, which we've heard about happening as well. Because um, this is just really hard right now too, especially if you're a senior coming out of college to to find a job that way or if you're in a position where you're getting let go um, mm-hmm. right now because I know so many companies are going through that. It's just everyone's looking for a job right now. And so it, it can be hard and everyone there's a lot of companies that aren't hiring right now. So... It's crazy out there, and it's competitive. It's really competitive because yeah. there's so many amazing creatives out there, too. So Yeah, it's it's definitely very crazy right now because there are so many companies that are doing layoffs. Um, so on my LinkedIn, I have literally seen so many people, I feel, post that they are hashtag open to work mm. um, and announcing that they were laid off from their company. And it's all just very just unfortunate with the yeah. economy and all of these big companies having to do layoffs and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, everyone is looking for a job right now because there's mm-hmm. just so many layoffs. But then at the same time, I, I feel that there aren't a lot of other places hiring because everyone 
and has to let people go and no, I doesn't know. have the budget the to hire new people. So it's it's a, a real struggle currently. It is. It is. Um, and I think that the number one tip that I always give people and also that they always give me is connections, 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 mm-hmm. network, network, network. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I learned that at a very young spot in my career because mm-hmm. I, I remember the day I got LinkedIn and I will stand by it that I am one of the biggest supporters of LinkedIn and I, I love that app. It's gotten me several jobs and it is the best form for networking, mm-hmm. I believe. And I will be on that app for hours, like searching and like looking for people and being able to connect in that way and that professional setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's such a useful tool f- that everyone has access to. So if you don't have it and you're in the professional field, you should have it. It's not really an option. Like, you should have it. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, yeah, you yeah. know? I definitely feel that way, too. And I remember being in college and our college professors, like, making sure that everyone had LinkedIn. Because if you don't have LinkedIn, you're at a big disadvantage because there are so many opportunities that you can find in LinkedIn. And there's a lot of jobs are posted there as well as there's a lot of recruiters in the app and if you have that little hashtag open to work little frame on your picture then your profile is shared with recruiters that and like if you also list like what role titles you are interested in you're able to like get job like notifications if new jobs Mm -hmm get posted or whatever. So there's a lot of things with LinkedIn. Um, And for me, I just posted that I'm like open to work a couple days ago and I've already received a lot of DMs from people saying that they're, they're wanting to help. Mm, which is awesome. really nice. Um, there's this one girl who she used to be like a very big supporter of my small business back in the day. Mm. And she sent me a DM on LinkedIn and was like, Hey, my agency is hiring. Um, if you want to apply, like, let me know and I can send over your resume to our like HR leader. And I was like, okay. And so I applied and it was for like a remote role for like an agency as like an account coordinator. So I applied and that is an example of like networking and for sure being able to use those connections and use those professional connections and try and get your next, next step in your career. Mm -hmm. Cause Networking is so important, and I think for Disney especially, a lot of it is, like, who you know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. (laughs) Um, And, like, something else that I do, um, or I used to do and I still do, is I would look up my dream job Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. I would type it in, I would type in the job title, and I would go, and I would add every single person that has that job, and then, let's say, for example, it's Anthropology or Beholden Weddings. Mm -hmm. I would go to Beholden Weddings, I'd go to People, I'd add every single person that works in that department, and if they connect with me, send them a message. Maybe they reply. And I would do that for every single dream job that I have. I would add every single person and then message them if they connect with me. And I got a lot of connections through that. Yeah. And... Like, I I don't know if, like, going out of your way to do that kind of thing shows a lot. Um, and even if they don't reply, they don't. Mm-hmm. But it only takes one person to then get a job. Yeah. So, and that's just how it is, and that's crazy. But um, if you know at least one person, and then let's say there's a job opening, that one person can change your life. 
yeah, that's very true. And just like I I have been getting told just keep bugging people. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is my other like number one thing because people will come out come to me and be like, "Well, is it too much to then email them about this?" No. No. When it's your dream job, you show them it's your dream job. Yeah. And you keep bothering them because guess what? They're getting emails from everyone else that they're, they're getting hundreds of emails a day, possibly. Mm-hmm. So if they see your name more and more, they're going to remember you. Yeah, and well, that's just I, how it is. I remember your little story of bugging people to get <laughs> our social media job. And it was funny because Sam, she, she was talking about it the other day, how she remembered you when oh my you <laughs> went and got coffee with her. So that's an example. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, and I mean, I I guess I do bug people a lot, but that's like no, you think, have to. That's okay, how you well, get places. No, it's a hundred percent. So I actually have a story about that. Mm-hmm. So when I want my dream job, I will do anything to. Or this is for anything. If I want something, like I'll just get in this mood where I get super like hyper fixated on what I want, and like I just like do everything in my power to get that. So, for example, I wanted to work at Solutions Bridal so bad because during the pandemic, their TikTok blew up. It was all over bridal TikTok. And uh-huh. I was like, I, I need to work for this, for this company, for this boutique. And so um, during the pandemic, that's all I was thinking about. I need to work here. I need to work here. And this was before I was living in Florida. I was living in Ohio at, oh. at this time. And they posted... I remember the night that they posted they're looking for a bridal coordinator. And I was FaceTiming my boyfriend at the time. I literally screamed, freaked out because they were hiring for this position. And I flew down to Florida. I didn't have an interview. I I didn't even apply yet. Or I I think I applied. Okay, I don't know. I think I applied (laughs) for the position. Uh They didn't answer me yet. I specifically flew down to Florida to walk into the store and hand them my resume in person and say, Hi, how are you? My name is Christy. I want to work for you. No way. Yes, I did. I, my dad came with me. We drove there the morning. The second that they opened, I walked in the door, handed them my paper resume and said, Hi, I want to work here. I saw your posting. I mean, they didn't know that I flew down to Florida to do that, but I did. And then guess what the manager said? She said, okay, what time are you good for an interview? She said, tomorrow morning. I said, yep. They hired me on the spot. <gasps> and that's how I got that job with Solutions. And then I became a coordinator for socials for them. And then I got the job that I got now from bugging people at Disney. Yeah. And for being internal with Disney and keep bugging my everyone, leaders, everything, <laughs> to put in a good word for me to help me. Yeah. And that's what you have to do. No, that's literally what you have. You you have to bug people. If if you don't bug people and you just do, like, just submitting your application and crossing your fingers and hoping, it, especially if it's your dream job. Like, I get it. Like, I I will just send applications and I'm not going to follow up if it's not, like, if it's, right. if it's just, like, a social job and it's just a... a, a whatever company and I'm not that passionate about it I'm not gonna like crazy bug them but if it's something where I'm like I need this job I Mm -hmm. will bug them and I will find them on LinkedIn and I will email them (laughs) oh yeah absolutely and email them 
twice and just send something that you specifically made for that role that just shows you how passionate you are. Because if you're showing them how passionate you are about a specific subject, mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's going to carry through in your work then, you know? And that's yeah. what they want to see from you. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. That is, I did not know that you flew down to Florida for that. Was this before your parents bought yes. that house? Okay, this was before we were living down there. So I flew down and then, so I, I also have a problem with saying no to people because they hired me on the spot and they said, when can you start? And I said, uh, I can start now. I didn't have a I didn't have a place to stay. I, didn't, oh I was about to be living on the streets, and so I came back to the car and I said, "Dad, I told them I can start today," and then they said, "Okay, come in tomorrow. You start at eight a.m. tomorrow." And I said, "Okay, sounds great," because I couldn't tell them no. I don't live here yet. What did I, you I, I, do? So um, I stayed in Florida, and or I think I had a day. Okay, I'm trying to remember. This is all coming back. Wait, to me. was this? When was this in your career timeline? Was this, so this pre DCP, post DCP? This was this was after the pandemic, um, but Disney wasn't hiring yet. Okay, so was this before you worked part time merch? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm so this off. was before part part time merch. <laughs> okay. Um, when I was just trying to find a job because nobody was hiring, Disney wasn't open yet, all that. Yeah, situation. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So this okay. was before I lived in Florida. We were still in Ohio, uh -huh. and I got this job at this bridal studio in Orlando where I didn't live yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so I said, yeah, I can start as soon as possible. Can I have, like, a day or two? And they said, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, is Wednesday okay? Can you start Wednesday? I said, yep. That gave me two days to drive back to Ohio, get some of my stuff, what? and then I, st I stayed for, I think it was two or three weeks at our only person that we knew in Orlando's guest bedroom um, to work at the store before we lived in Orlando. <laughs> Just so I could have this job, and I also have no capability of saying no to anyone. Oh so my I said, yes, gosh. I can work here. Right now, pretty much. I mean, I had to get clothes, but... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, I mean, I was so passionate about working there, and honestly, it was one of the best decisions of my, like, career to work there because I met one of my really good friends there. Mm -hmm. I have a network of amazing, amazing people from there now, and I couldn't say, like, more better things about them and what they did for my career. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, yeah, I mean, it was worth it. Oh my gosh, yeah. But it was I love that. crazy. And I think my parents were like, girl, what the heck? What the heck? Why are you so crazy? You drive us mad. And I said, well, sorry. I mean, yeah, you're freaking flying down to Florida to give them your resume. Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, I probably, probably should have said, oh, by the way, we're planning on moving at this date. And they probably would have said, oh, okay, like, that's fine. But Pro I did Probably. <laughs> That is but a yeah. crazy story. That is a good story about perseverance and yeah. getting things that you want. Yeah, I think I have used that example in an interview once um, because it is a good one to use. It shows yeah. how I can be very passionate about something and really a go-getter. Um, so I, I have used that before in the past, but... Yeah. yeah, you definitely are a go-getter. If I was in an interview with you right now, I'd be like, yes, we're going to hire her right now. 
<laughs> my story was a little discombobulated, so I'd have to uh, shape that up. But, you know. Not you know. being discombobulated. <laughs> That's the mood. Oh my gosh. LOL. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess that, I don't know, is there anything else that, that, or some some career advice tips that we can give well, yeah, to our I mean, people. Do you have any, I guess, like interview tips that you would give to anyone? Um. So there, there's usually two types of interviews, right? Over yeah. the phone. Oh, yeah. You're not on video, and then there's also video. So I mean, I definitely prefer just just phone because mm-hmm. it's so much easier and it's a little more relaxed because you can. You're not. You're not. You're not on camera. And that's just a little bit better. But yeah. most interviews that I have had are video. I don't really have a lot of phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had an interview yesterday. It was on video. It was Google Meet. And I was literally Googling, mm-hmm. like, is Google Meet always video? <laughs> is it sometimes audio? Um, yeah. But I would say for specifically video interviews, I always make sure that, and I think I learned this from watching so many DCP interview tip videos. Like, I remember I used to watch those like a crazy person back in the day. And I remember someone giving this advice of always making sure, like, even though DCP was a phone interview making sure that you're smiling while you're mm-hmm. talking because that will make your you sound just more enthusiastic and more just energetic and more yeah. so like that you're passionate about the job and that you're excited to be there and excited to be talking to the recruiter. Mm-hmm. So I guess like making sure you're smiling and making sure that also like for me, I I write notes down before my interview to prepare. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll usually make sure to write down, like, the recruiter's name. I'll make yes. sure to write down, like, right now, um, lately for jobs that I've been applying to, well, I think there's a new law in California where they have to include the salary in the job description. Mm, like, that's a law now. So Whoa. it used to be where the recruiter would be like, so what salary range are you, <gasps> are you uh, wanting to have? But yeah. now, if it's California, they have to include the salary. Oh. Like, that's a law. Whoa. So now you can't be bamboozled. Because it was a big thing back in the day where you wouldn't know what the salary range was. So you would have yeah. to, like, try and guess and, like, Google, like, what is the average salary for a, I don't know, social media manager in California. Mm-hmm. And then just try and go based off of that. But there were a lot of times where these companies would have a higher salary range, but they wouldn't tell you. So let's say mm-hmm. you're going into this interview and let's say you're currently getting paid, I don't know, maybe like 40000 Yeah. And then you're telling them like, oh, I, I'm wanting to be at like, 50 but let's say secretly their salary range is actually at like 65 or 70 they're not gonna tell you that they're just gonna be like okay great and then when you get an offer they're gonna go down to what you said oh at 50 and then you're bamboozled (laughs) so that's why it's a law now in california 
Isn't that interesting? I love that law. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So anyways, going back <laughs> to interviews and whatnot. So yeah, I I definitely have my little notebook of things that I write mm. down. Um, and then I also make sure that I write down what questions I want to ask at the end yes. of the interview because that is something that is very important. You don't want to get to the end of the interview and them asking, so do you have any questions? No. And you say, I don't have any. <laughs> No, you definitely want to have questions. And you should have questions. Yeah, you should have questions, especially if it's a role that you are wanting to work for. So yes. for me, for all of my Disney um, interviews that I've had, so I've had a DCP interview, I've had a interview for when I worked at the call center, and then I had my four interviews for the social media role. So a, mm -hmm. a decent amount of Disney recruiter interviews yeah um so usually for disney the questions that i would ask are so tell me about your disney career journey like how did yes. you start at disney because what i've learned is that people love talking about themselves yep you know and then they well, like that yes <laughs> well and especially with disney everyone has such a weird journey Yes. Uh, with how they started so it is interesting to learn to learn where they started from and you're right if you you need you need to ask the recruiter something about themselves mm -hmm. even if it's something stupid like you you should be interested in their journey and where they came from and where they are now yeah I always ask like what their career journey was and how they got to be where they are now. Um, that is something that I also got from those DCP phone interview tips of yeah. watching people's phone interviews. So that's definitely something that I ask. And then I usually ask in other interviews, like if it's not Disney, like interviews that I've been doing recently, like how is the culture at the company? Oh. Um, like what what's it like, um, especially right now, a big controversy that's happening in the corporate world is should jobs stay remote or mm. should everyone go back to the office? Because right. there are a lot of things out there with a lot of companies asking people to go back to the office and a lot of people are really mad. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean everyone got so used to being at home yes. that now no, going into an office just sounds absurd. I know. I agree. It doesn't make sense to me because this, the last two, almost three years, all of these roles have been remote and people have been able to get work done. Mm -hmm. And now they're asking mm -hmm. people to get go back into the office. So now when I'm applying yeah. to a lot of these jobs, a lot of them are hybrid. Hmm. or completely on site and I'm like what happened to the For remote why? <laughs> what happened For to why? the remote positions I'm confused um, I feel like if yeah. yeah if you previously were able to do it remotely then I feel like it should just be an option maybe some people do love coming in the office that's great let them go in <laughs> but if they but if they don't then we can work from home I know there's zoom for a reason I know right that is all we, I have to say there yeah, is zoom. yeah yeah there's there's zoom there's, We've got this. there's zoom We've got um, this. <laughs> but yeah I I'll ask about like the company culture and then I'll also ask like what the benefits are especially because in this role right now um, having no benefits. I'd love to have a role, have a job 
have a full-time job that does have benefits. So if they let me know that there's a full healthcare benefits package and they have health insurance, I'm solid. So benefits, asking about, about benefits is super important too because you also want to make sure that you are getting like a good a good deal. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you're getting a job and making sure that you are getting what you need and mm. health insurance is really important and you want that in oh. a job. Well you need well you need that and you know who aren't able to then be on their parents. It's a necessity. Um, so it is yeah. important to know those things a hundred percent. I think other things that I ask um, are things where I can then say other things I wasn't able to say previously in the interview. So something like, what are some characteristics that you're looking for in this applicant or in mm -hmm. this in this role? What are, what characteristics are you looking for? And then they can tell me that, and I can then rebuttal and say, this is why I fit those characteristics. Um, so that's one that, that I'll say. And then at the very end, I'll also say something like, is there anything else I can provide to you today um, to prove to you that I am the best candidate for this role? Some, something like that, uh, maybe not exactly that wording, but something like that where that I can then rebuttal again and say, okay, yeah, well, this is why I am perfect for the role. You know, mm -hmm. where you can then prove yourself again and kind of talk yourself up where you're proving to them that you're the best fit and this is why I have all the experience and knowledge and greatness and that's one of the things about interviews that you need to talk yourself up. Do not mm -hmm. downgrade yourself. Talk yourself up. This is a time to kind of brag a little bit about your experience because you are awesome and you need to show them how you can be great addition to their team. Yeah, you absolutely have to brag about yourself because no one else is going to brag about you. Yeah. You have to be your number one person for yourself yeah. to brag about and share all of the really awesome, cool things that you are capable of doing. Um, and yeah, I, I totally agree with asking them like what traits or qualities you are looking for in the candidate that will be getting this role because that is a good way to respond and share why you have those qualities mm -hmm. that they respond with. And also, not only just sharing what those qualities are, but also providing examples yes. of certain scenarios and specific situations that you've had in previous roles and your experience to show that those qualities match with something that you have done in yes. your past. Yes, I would say that is almost number one that I would tell people, especially when applying to somewhere like Disney, because Disney are Disney Studios, any anywhere Disney company, we are the number one storytellers in the world. You need yeah. to show them that you can be a storyteller and that you're capable of showing that in an interview and then through your work. And I would yep. say that if you're able to tell them a story of what you've done, that that will be another way to remember you. They're going to say, oh, this was the person that flew across the country for their previous job. They're going to yeah. remember you from a story, from, from a previous experience. So I think that that's a, a good way to make another impression on people. Yeah, exactly. And then I usually also will ask, um, like, what their 
the next steps in the hiring processes. That's usually like my ending question. Yeah. Um, and then what their like deadline is looking for, for them making a decision. So they know that I am really like wanting to, wanting to get to that next step. And yeah. I'm really excited to get this show on the road. <laughs> um, and so then that's also very helpful for your information for knowing what exactly is gonna come next because they'll mm -hmm. let you know like, okay, so next we're going to send you an email um, and we're going to set you up for a second interview with yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Or they might tell you, oh, and this is what was happening in <laughs> the interviews for the social role with Disney. Mm -hmm. They would tell me, oh, well, we're, we're still interviewing a bunch of people. Right. Um, it might be a couple weeks until you hear back, but right. just keep an eye out on your email. And I'm like, okay. And then I would hear back the following day. Yes, yeah. So... It, it's a very different, but it does give you some kind of just insight of what to expect next, which is so important during this entire just job hunting life mm -hmm. <laughs> that you're in. Um, because with just applying, there's so much just uncertainty. So right. being able to get some knowledge of the next steps in the hiring process is really important. And then also, once you're done with that interview, making sure that you follow up with a thank you yes. email, making sure that you're thanking them for taking the time to interview that you that day mm -hmm. and asking. You can also ask in that follow-up email if there is any anything else that you Could should provide, provide yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, and then that's maybe another point where you could say, hey, here's my LinkedIn profile, here's my portfolio, if you want to further check that out, mm -hmm. um, which is a good way to plug yourself again, pretty much. Yeah, time to drop all the social media yeah. handles. Time, time to drop the, the everything, just, you know. Yes, time to drop the podcast. <laughs> no, honestly. <laughs> I do have that on my LinkedIn podcast co-host. Yes, I love that. I've, I've been meaning to add a new little tab on my website for podcasts because I need to do that. I love that. I, love I know. That. I know, um, I know, I know. Yeah, no, but thank you email is super important too because, yes, you took your time out of their day, but so did they. So, you yeah. know, you're spending your time with someone, so that's valuable. Yeah, it really Which, is. All of this translates to dating. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's crazy. You know? It is very similar. It is. Because when you're dating, okay, let's say you go on a date. When you're done, when you come home, I expect a text to say, <laughs> I had an amazing time with you. Thank you for taking your gracious moments out of your hours to give to me for this mm -hmm. day. I should be getting that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is very similar to dating. In a way. In a way, it is. I think it's the same. It is. It's basically the same. Like, LinkedIn is, like, hinge. Yeah. Because <gasps> you have to ask to connect. Yes. Oh, and I did not even know. <laughs> Whoa, imagine if LinkedIn, like, for jobs, you could, like, swipe left or right and oh my see if God. you get a match. If, like, that. the recruiter wants you for their job. And the oh, wait, that's a good idea. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if that's some of, like, how the recruiter websites are. I like, know. But it, instead of a photo, it's, like, your resume. Maybe. And, and then they swipe down and they see your cover letter. 
And then like your special skills. Oh, wait, this is so similar to dating. <gasps> wow. Yeah, because like, yeah, the recruiter is looking at your profile. Right. And then once you get to like, it's like each interview is a base. You know? <laughs> so it's like, the first interview is like the first kiss on the date, and then the second interview, you know? Like, it, yeah. Yeah. And then the fourth date, fifth date, maybe you're like official, like boyfriend, girlfriend. Oh, yes. <laughs> or whatever else. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so accurate. So the moral of the story is that job hunting is equals dating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, expect, I don't know, I think job hunting might be easier. Well, we're going to have to do a whole episode about <laughs> your dating life. <laughs> because uh, I know for a fact that the people want to know, well, Christy, the people know about, about your dating you. life. Who is your secret man? Secret? <laughs> I posted him on Instagram. Well, I know. He, here, here's the thing, is that, so I know that some of y'all know that we are pretty basic fans pretty basic stands, yes. if you will. And in one of their recent episodes, they just started season five, by the way. We're also <laughs> going to manifest that we're going to meet Remy and Alicia this year because they announced that there's going to be, like, a pretty basic fan of happening. And we, <laughs> this year we're going to manifest that we are going to meet uh, Remy and Alicia. But anyways, no. they were talking about how there was, I don't know, I think Alicia was saying how she is in, like, her little slutty dating <gasps> era. No, she's not. I haven't listened to it yet. Girl, I literally texted you the I other know. day and said you have... No, we, when we are done recording this episode, you have to listen okay. to... Right now, you have to listen to episode two of season five because it is very relatable to you and your dating life. Like, oh God. I, I am not exaggerating when I say you are literally Alicia and I am literally Remy because Remy said that she's in her wifey era. She is not I engaged be in my wifey yet. Era. Remy is not engaged yet, and neither am I. So that's why me and Remy are the same. But Alicia, she's in her. Her dating, crazy, uh, figuring it out era. So, yeah, you have to listen to it. Like, literally, once we get off, you have to turn it on. I'm not kidding. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I want to be in my wifey era. That's the thing. Oh, I, I know. I. Well, th- we like, got to... <laughs> we're saving this for another episode. We're getting off track. Anyways, back to interview... <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, we have to do like a whole separate episode on this because it's a, it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna oh, be a absolutely. spicy one. It's gonna be what the people want. Um, well, and on your Instagram too, um, I know Emily asked for some suggestions that you guys would like, and we did have a comment that said they would love one about love and relationships. Yes. So we're definitely gonna be doing that in the future. That is on the list. Um, if there's anything else that you guys would love for us to talk about, maybe we'll put something on our stories as well for future episodes. What you want? What? What do you? Um, and we would love to talk about it because we do have a few ideas, but always looking for more. So, yes, and love life is definitely something that people are interested in. So, yeah, I mean, I'm on love life TikTok for sure. So, yeah, me too. So, we will definitely talk about that in a future ep. But I guess I don't. I don't know if there's any other career stuff we wanted to chat about. If we wanted to talk about our main character. We can talk about our main character. 
of the week. Yeah, absolutely. You go first. Okay, um, so I guess my main character this week, if you guys also follow me on Instagram, you would see, <laughs> or if you also follow me on TikTok, because a lot of people have been in my comments asking where my purse was from, I've been rocking this Stony Clover little pouch that I DIY'd into a purse. And she's been my main character because I've been wearing her frequently to the parks recently. So I basically got the Stony Clover P Disney Princess collaboration pouch, the one that is a heart and has ruffles on it. Again, if you go to my Instagram at it's Emily Ever After or TikTok, same username, you will see her. But anyways, I DIY'd the pouch into a little crossbody purse. And it's been really good. And so we're, cute. we are manifesting Stony Clover collaborations this year, too, oh, if Stony wanted to listen. Just, just amazing. <laughs> it really would. It really would. So that's my main character this week. I love her. I love her. Christy. Well, you guys know I'm always going to share the coffee shops, so I got one that's for you. That's your thing. That's, that's your, thing. your niche. Is that my niche? I don't know. Yeah, are you, uh, your, your coffee, you are, you should put in your bio, coffee shop girl. <laughs> Wait, you should put in your bio the whole, I hopped into, into the, the coffee, coffee shop. shop. And then I did. I oh my gosh! I don't know if you guys know that sound from TikTok, but it's annoying, and I made it makes me angry. Good. <laughs> um, but anyways, I have been exploring all the all the little coffee shops around um, Southern California, and my favorite one that I recently went to was called Daydream Coffee Company, and it was actually a surf shop and a coffee shop in one, which is like a dream, and they made custom surfboards, I believe, there too, so it was such a vibe, and their coffee was really good. They had like a lavender latte, which is my favorite. Still, I'm sorry, it still does not compare to Better Buzz Coffee, but it was, it was still yes. very good, just vibey, um, and so that's my suggestion. I do have a video about it on my Instagram, so go check it out. But time to plug the Instagram. Yeah, is well, what actually, we're doing. also TikTok. I have no views ever on my TikTok, which makes me very sad. So if you want to go support me, it would be much appreciated. Everyone go to Christy's TikTok and go like her videos <laughs> because uh, we don't know what's going on with the views over there. There's something happening we don't know one day maybe we'll figure it out but as of now they are flopping i don't know what's going on i think there is a curse there or something be. there might be who knows tiktok's <laughs> I against know. me but i hope we can figure that out one day and we have you see. thrive we will see we'll we'll keep you updated on that one but those are good main characters um definitely check out the purse on emily's instagram so you can see it in, in full view. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. But yeah, and Stony Clover, number one fan, always a main character in our eyes. And we got to go to the media, uh, not media event, but um, the launch event as well in Newport Beach, which was so cool to see. Oh my gosh, yeah, because we didn't record an episode last week, so we didn't talk about we didn't. it. We would have 100% <gasps> talked about it, but we oh my gosh. suck. 
yeah, sorry guys. <gasps> yeah, that was a really fun event. Again, we posted about it on social media. So, yeah. so if, if y'all didn't check see it, out. it go yeah. check it out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I hope you guys liked all of the career advice and resume yeah. tips advice and interviewing tips hopefully advice. Hopefully it was helpful a little bit. Yeah, hopefully it was <laughs> helpful and hopefully if you are also in our same shoes of job hunting and going through all of this, know that you are not alone in mm -hmm. the job hunt. You are not alone in the hashtag open to work era. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are all in this together. Cue oh, high school musical... <laughs> We're all in this together. Let's let's do the choreo. Woo. We all know it. Two thousands babies. Let's go. We I mean, know it. Nineties babies. Uh, not yeah. to discriminate. I, both, both nineties, two thousand. Yeah. So yeah, we hope you guys like this episode, and thank you guys so much for listening. We have gotten some DMs of people saying that they love the podcast, and sometimes it feels like we don't know if anyone's listening. Like, I know. Sometimes I'm like, did anyone listen to our episode this week? I, don't know. I really don't know. So we really appreciate when you guys reach out and say that you guys have so been much. listening to yes. the podcast every single week. Like I, I that makes my heart come out of my chest. Like. That literally makes us, like, the happiest people in the world. So oh, thank you guys so much for just supporting the podcast so far. And we love recording and getting to talk about everything just very candidly. Yeah. And having this space to yes. just talk literally about everything in our lives from yeah. slays and dismays and life advice and everything in between. So It's been so fun, and I can't wait to keep doing it and see where it goes. And I feel like we're building a little family. Yes! <laughs> we have our dreamers, and hopefully, maybe, fingers crossed, one day we'll get a sponsor on the pod. And the day we'll that see. that happens... We will have to have a whole celebration. Yeah, we're gonna drink a whole bottle that episode. So. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's the celebration. Or maybe drink a whole bottle of wine. No, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, but we're just having the best time, you guys, and everything is just so much fun here on Get In Dreamers. But anyways, we're gonna get out of the car. <laughs> but. Before you get out of the car, make sure that you're following us on Instagram and TikTok at Get In Dreamers. Um, we are starting to, to post a little bit more on Instagram. Um, so make sure you follow us there. And then also, if you haven't yet, make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It would really help us out, and we really appreciate it. And... I think that's it. I think that's I feel it. Like, I feel like I was about to go on another tangent, but I, I believe that's it before y'all get out of the car. Or we get out of the car. We, we get in. You guys can stay. Jam to music. Work on those cover letters. Work on those resumes. <laughs> practice an interview with your best friend. I don't care. But we're going to go till we see ya next Wednesday. Yes. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.